Now, David, you were talking about the movement in the market and how kind of radical it's been. And got a little chuckle out of what Jim Bauer with Bauer Trading down in Lafayette said this week. He said, now that the commodity funds have essentially been beaten and taken out of the market, those guys have been all over the place. Talk about the impact that the commodity funds have had in and out of the market. What kind of impact has that been having? Yeah, because they look very, very closely at the technical side of the market. That's the charts and all the other technical studies they have. They don't look as much at the fundamentals, although some do. I'll give some for credit for that. But I'll tell you, when they perceive the market's overbought, they'll start selling into it like we saw this week, especially when the weather forecast actually came to what the weather was and not the forecast. I think that's what caused the big sell-off because the funds were liquidating and they were the biggest force in the market at that point. And I'll tell you, when you got a bunch of people in a room and you got four or five that are commercials and the rest are farmers, about five barrel, and then you got the rest of the fun people like 70 when they start making a move for the exit everybody gets crushed and that's my point the funds are a big big force in the market and they're there to make the money for their people that they're uh, holding it for trying to get speculative gains for them they make a big move in this market and they can punch your lights out in no time as you pointed out david they trade the technicals they use computer programs they use the algorithms they're not paying attention to any of the fundamentals they're simply looking at what their formulas say they should buy and sell yes they've got algos right now rob that actually read the news the computer reads the news and interprets that news as to its bullish or bearish the market and the computer that's right no human interference here the computers make the trades so yeah we are to the point now where computers are trading computers unbelievable state of affairs. Yeah, but you know that email that John sends us each week, and it's got input from all these farmers around the country? I don't think any algorithm ever spoke face-to-face with the farmers, so until they can, I'm going with what the farmer's saying. John, one of the things this week, too, that was kind of driving the market a bit was the weekly export sales. It's just this black cloud over the market. Corn sales, soybean sales have been so awful over the last three weeks or so. Where do you see that going? South America. We've been talking about that. South American crops have been harvested. And of course, they don't have the storage capacity that we have in the United States. So when it comes to markets, you got to have the vessels lined up and get them loaded. So therefore, South America has to cut the price and make sure they capture the market until they get these excess supplies worked off. They've been doing that. And therefore, the U.S. has been cheaper and the business is going elsewhere. But this is seasonal and typical. But you're right, though. These sales have been even worse than expected. <laughs> But we're not seeing as much export demand as we thought we would. So that's another negative. John, let's throw Ukraine into this mix. Because there was an awful big deal about Turkey getting this all set up with Ukraine and Russia. They're going to open these corridors. The Istanbul businesses have put in 20 people to handle the corridor. They already got 20 employees. And then right afterwards, Russia bombs Odessa right near the port. You know, it throws that into the mix again. And a lot of people are saying, hey, how are you going to get a boat to go in there? You can't get insurance that cover the boats when they come out or go in. And plus, Ukraine has said there are 80 boats ready to load right now there in the port that they can't do because the port facilities are stuck because of the Russian involvement. So they got to load the grain and ship it out before boats can come in. I mean, this Ukrainian thing really, really has a big piece of the puzzle that we're ignoring. Yes, it does, David. That shifts things back the other way because of the of the lack of the shipments out of Russia and, and Ukraine as it used to be should bring business back to the United States. And so keep an eye on this one too because if, that, if it, this persists, right now our exports are down because South America's taken over. But when those South American supplies work down, Shouldn't that result in more business coming back to the U.S.? So later in the fall, we should see a big surge of increased export demand out of the U.S. 
David, you were telling me that you were hearing some rumblings out of the Pacific Northwest that uh, all of a sudden they were able to move soybeans more cheaply than South America yes. was. Yes, they're the cheapest price right now, way cheaper. And I, I think you're going forward, uh, that Pacific Northwest is going to capture a lot of attention. And they're also talking about the Gulf bids getting some more attention. Now, let's switch over to the pork market. You know, I was amazed this week. Allendale reported that at the end of the June marketing period for hogs, the average cash price for the lean hog index was about 110. Now they're coming in at 120 this week, month. I mean, it's been a phenomenal case that the heat pretty well kept the hogs at home. And from going to 110 to 120, you've got a very, very good demand for cash hogs. Now, the pork market is not seeing the exports like we saw, but the domestic demand for pork is doing better than expected. And beef demand is holding up too. So the demand for meat is holding up very, very well, I'm glad to say. One other thing on that, I read somewhere this past week that apparently there's a large amount of pork coming online somewhere, what, end of September? Yes, because we've got National Pork Month in October, and you're seeing some new uh, packing facilities coming online, and more hogs will be coming. Keep that in mind, because why do they have National Pork Month? Because there's plenty of hogs at that point coming to market. So this tighter supply of hogs is going to be short-lived. I think you've seen the top in the cash hog market right now, and eventually it should fall back, maybe below 100. I don't know if it'll go much lower than that, but yeah, these prices are awfully good for the hogs. Well, now that we've come to the end of the program, it's that part of the program where, you know, we figured that we covered everything, but even if we figured we covered everything, and we're pretty confident we did, John Cavanaugh would still jump in, even if he had to make something up, just so we could get the last word. So, John, give us the last word. Well, what do you want me to make up today? <laughs> you know, uh, there is more to this market than the weather. That's certainly the very dominant feature. For some reason, I've been given the honor, of, if you want to call it that, of being the palm oil king. <laughs> Malaysian palm oil is back. It's been very strong this past week. We've had four consecutive days of sharply higher markets in palm oil prices which has helped to bring up soybean oil prices, which has helped to drive the soybean markets, not just the weather, but it's also the Malaysian palm oil, which the demand has increased, the prices are going higher. And there was the story out too, that China has indicated they want to buy more Indonesian palm oil in terms of an additional 1 million tons. Therefore, uh, this market is more than just the weather. But one other last word. Oh, I got two of them. Nobody's talked about the hybrids, the strength of the corn and soybean hybrids, and frankly, the improvements that have been made. We're going to have some hot, drier weather, but let's also remember these corn and bean varieties are much more talented of that than they've ever been in history. Remember that one. Podcasts by Federated Media.